All right, welcome back. Let's get to it, growing brand awareness. So we're gonna start off with, obviously, social media. Typically, this is at the top of the list, uh, but some things to think about, um, you know, brands always ask, like, what what platform should I be on? And the answer is all of them. Uh, and if you don't know which one works best for you, you just have to start with all of them and experiment. Um, but being that brand awareness expert, in-house expert, or at least having a, an idea of how it is run is important. So understanding the algorithms for each um, platform is important. Understanding and looking at trends and seeing what's really happening. You know, there's a lot of um, um, brands that don't want to be on TikTok because they just say it's not really their industry. But in the reality of of things like we should all be on TikTok and and getting our word out there. So uh, it doesn't matter, you know, if you're looking to land that first marketing job or just um, climb the ladder or start your own agency or if you're taking this course for your personal brand, it makes sense to be on just about every platform. And keep in mind that social media, um, it's there to entertain people. So you want to have some sort of entertaining factor and we call this kind of short form. So you don't want to be dragging things out on social media for the most part, but things, you know, one minute videos, 30 second videos that provide massive value. Uh, there's a handful of people out there that do a phenomenal job of this right now. And I think brands need to be following their lead. So uh, social media, obviously, you know, experiment with all of them. Um, one social platform, I guess you can call it social platform, but it's more of a search, search platform. Uh, YouTube is the second largest search engine, right? It's owned by the first Google. So I think this is still a very underutilized platform for brands in terms of educating and providing value um, and just getting the word out there about their, uh, about your product. So um, a lot of times, you know, people will go to YouTube to search a product and, you know, specifically if you're on an industry that is like, you're selling a, you know, a product that's not well known and people want to educate themselves beforehand, it's really important to own that, um, that search engine and own those eyeballs and, and, you know, build awareness on YouTube. And it's all about long form content where you're constantly providing detailed value. And, and, um, some examples of this would be almost like, I want to say if you have uh, personalities out there that, you know, put a, their podcast out there or something like that. Um, you know, whether you listen to one of the, one of the big names out there, you know, some of their podcasts are two, three hours long. That would be on YouTube. Obviously, you're not putting that on a social media platform, but you're taking that long form content and then you can break it up. So you can use one form of content, break it up into 10, 20, 30, 40 pieces of content right there, uh, and then kind of blast that on social media. So the two kind of work hand in hand. But the reason why I wanted to highlight YouTube is I think it's really underutilized and obviously it's a great search engine tool. Again, podcast is another one. I started one. Uh, it's paid great dividends. I've met and networked with, with awesome people, learned a lot along the way. And for me, it's a piece of long form content that I can break up and, um, you know, put little nuggets out there on social media to, to attract people and um, really just provide value and, and kind of a, a top of the funnel window, if you would, into what I do. Um, so we talked about organic um, traffic coming back and making a comeback. And it's really all around the fact that people are sharing other people's content. So if you have a piece of content that's very shareable, you can connect with people um, on, a, on a specific level or relates to a lot of people, or if it's funny, it goes viral, whatever it may be. Uh, the key to growing quickly organically is to make shareable content. Uh, what that is for your brand or for your personal brand or your company, whatever that may be. 
Uh, you're going to have to experiment with some of that stuff or maybe look at what your competitors are doing um, and look at what other companies um, just in the world are doing. They don't have to necessarily be a competitor of yours, but um, you know, get some ideas from other people that have a large following and, and look at their you know, engagement, look at the likes, look at the shares, more importantly, on some of their posts. And that's the type of stuff that uh, gets you more eyeballs and uh, gets... Uh, a, a bigger brand awareness around your brand is shareable content. Um, a, a one thing I want to point out here is that social media is there to be just that social. A lot of brands try to sell, 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 sell. A lot of paid ads you'll see is just selling. Um, I think this might have worked in the early stages of social media uh, if you got it right, but the world has kind of shifted into people want to be entertained on social. They're there, they're scrolling, they're looking through their friends' posts. They don't want to be sold to. So how do you kind of fit in with that with that type of mentality and that type of uh, mindset when someone's on social media to not be selling all the time, but also be some sort of top of mind? Um, there's that fine line there. So the, the way I like to do it is story tell the result. So what's the result that your product or service is going to get that person, right? So I'll give you an example. Big brands, uh, like a lot of big shoe brands do a good job of this where they'll tell the story of how that shoe makes that person feel. It's going to make you run faster. You know, you're going to look good in it. They're, they never actually talk about the shoe ever. Like they never highlight features. I mean, rarely do they highlight features unless it's like a new new product launch or something like that. But for the most part, um, they're just telling a story. You know, they're using brand ambassadors is another good idea. Um, when, when talking about growing awareness, um, piggybacking again off of other people's audiences and kind of showing that you're legitimate is the name of the game when it comes to that first stage of the funnel and that's awareness. So story, tell the result, you know, communicate how this product or service is going to make the person feel or, or the problem that it's solving for that person. Um, uh, I had a, I'll give you another example. I had a great conversation with the marketing team at uh, a boat company and they said, we don't talk about our, I think they manufacture boat engines and they said, we don't talk about the boat engine. Like how boring is that? They partner with brand ambassadors and they basically, you know, shoot these mini commercials and put them on social media and YouTube and their website and they communicate what the experience that person's getting, you know, they're getting a reliable engine. Um, you know, they're, they're well known in the industry. They're probably the industry leader when it comes to Marine engines, but at the same time, they don't ever talk about the engine because how boring would that be? They understand that they have to talk about the experience that that person's getting, you know, bringing their family out on the boat or going on a fishing trip or something along those lines. And that's their brand awareness campaign. And then they go, they get you deeper in the funnel. And then as you get deeper into the funnel, then they start talking sales and they'll push the engine and the, and the features and the cost and all that stuff. So always story tell, communicate the result. Don't ever push the product and try to sell the product right away online. What's the difference between organic and paid? There's a fine line between organic and paid. I think you have to do both, to be honest. And um, paid will get you there faster in the beginning. So if you're looking to grow fairly quick in the first couple months, whether it's, again, personal brand or a, a new brand, a startup, uh, or just growing a following for a company, um, you're going to need a, a budget. Um, what that is, it's going to vary, but there should be something out there. So you're getting some eyeballs that 
may not know who you are, right? So it's that initial thing. And, and the two work hand in hand. So the um, paid will kind of lift your organic traffic. It's very similar to how uh, search works. So if you're like putting out this, we'll talk about this later in this course, <clears throat> but if you're doing like um, an SEO campaign, like you want to have a, a paid acquisition camp campaign with it or a paid search campaign, excuse me, because the two kind of help each other's. So with Google's algorithm, you know, it's going to be recognizing that you're sending traffic to a specific page. It's going to help our, that organic uh, growth as well. So same thing with social. Um, I think there's a good balance between the two. In the beginning, you probably have to be paid a little bit more. And then as you grow a following, you can kind of rely on your organic. And then lastly, to wrap this uh, chapter up, you want to plan ahead. So a lot of marketers will just concentrate on the brand awareness and then again, focus on like just vanity metrics, like impressions and follows and likes. But in the end, you do want some sort of call to action or some sort of plan um, that when someone does see an ad of yours or sees something on social and they click on something, you want to make sure you're controlling that journey for them. And then that, the next step is like the engagement step. And that's the next chapter or the next course. But you want to plan ahead and you want to have some sort of um, return on all the social content that you're putting out there. Obviously, the awareness is the return and you're growing a brand presence. But at the same time, what are you doing with potential leads? Um, because you should know how many how many touch points you have to um, you, you have until you convert somebody or they get into that consideration mode. It could be it could be three, it could be seven, it could be ten. Um, so always be planning ahead. Have a have a plan of what you're going to do after. Uh, someone sees an ad or, or or engages with you on social, what is that next step that you want them to take? I'll see you in the next chapter.